Writing Podcast. It feels so good to be back filming this episode. I am so excited for this episode. So if you didn't listen to our last episode, how many times can you say episode in a sentence? I know, right? honestly. <laughs> Nadia interviewed me and we did a really like honest conversation on my journey with spirituality, what have been like the hardest things for me to do. And we just got really deep and raw in that conversation. We did. We really did. I really enjoyed filming that episode because I feel like there's not a lot of that out there in this mm. space. And I get that. Like when you're going on this spiritual and self-development journey, it is a really intense experience yeah. because you are literally deep like visiting the deepest darkest parts of your soul and you're doing healing and it's vulnerable to be open and honest particularly on the internet you're literally opening yourself up to so much like opinion and judgment even so it can be really hard when you're learning how to heal through these things I, I agree. I, yeah. I fully agree. I but just, I do think it's important. Like, I feel like we need to be actually having these conversations. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, the journey is a little bit of an up and down cycle of having a spiritual awakening. Like, you're literally changing your whole perspective. You're waking up to a lot of things and then you can't help but constantly want to grow and evolve as a human. Absolutely. So <laughs> now it's your turn, Dolly. I'm going to be interviewing Nadia today. Awesome different questions if you can I don't even remember what you asked so that's good, that's good. we're already on the right I path. kept like I kept feeling like okay Shules you have to prepare write down the questions oh really yeah like my ego was yeah. definitely trying to make me think that I needed to prepare but never got around to preparing so now we're here I'm gonna wing it I'm gonna see what comes through but before we begin I want you to put your hand up I want you to say, I solemnly swear. Mm, I solemnly swear. <laughs> to be as open and honest. To be as open and honest. As I possibly can be. As I possibly can be. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm just like, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Let's get into it, Del. Let's get into Shit. it. So the first thing I want to say, oh, the first question I do want to ask is definitely why. I don't know. I'm nervous. My palms are sweaty. <laughs> Arms of spaghetti. <laughs> What's that song? What? There's a song. No. Arms. Oh, I swear there's a song. I'm going to find it. Okay. Arms if anyone knows what she's talking about, yeah. please help a sister out. I because... hope it's a song. Maybe I've got the lyrics wrong, but I swear it says arms spaghetti. What? I, I reckon I've got this so wrong. You've got this absolutely <laughs> wrong. What's that song? I know the arms spaghetti part is just my take on that. I don't know, babe. Okay, you sit on that. Yeah, We're going to go with the first question. <laughs> so the first question I have for you is, I think it is what you asked me in the last one, but mm -hmm. I do think it's a good one. What's been the hardest thing that you've had to heal through your spiritual awakening journey? A hundred? Oh, okay. I think the hardest thing personally I've had to like heal has been my people-pleasing wound. And so many people look at this people-pleasing wound as surface level, right? Mm -hmm. They think it's like, oh, um, you know, like, they think it's as simple as like, oh, I just don't want to upset the person. No, this is going deep, man. There's a reason why you don't want to upset that person. And something that's like really changed my perspective. And I don't want anyone to like to take this the wrong way or anything. Like, I definitely think it's not like, it's never an intention to do this, but People pleasing, my coach very much described, like it's actually a little bit manipulative because you are bending the way you do things. You are bending the way you come across to someone so that they are appeased. And what you're doing is actually damaging the true authentic version of your soul. And 
I think for so long, like... I love that. Yeah. Because not many people describe that like that. Because people-pleasing is doing that. It is, right? Like, you not being yourself is one. You're, like, putting up the persona that, like, of who you truly are. And I I saw that. I was like, I need to... Like, it comes from these... Like, even this wound. Like, I I know there's, like, some people that are people-pleasing. Like, I want to explain this in two ways. People-pleasing can be very much, like, I'm bending the truth. I'm bending... um, I want to look like a good girl. But people-pleasing can also be, like... If you are strong and dominant, like feeling uncomfortable to have to say that I am like, I am dominant, like you, you've got a more like strong personality and people pleasing would be like, I'm going to suppress that version of me. Like you are dominant. You do, you are vocal. You do have opinions on things and you're not in an unintegrated way, but it goes both ways. So many people think it's like this nice girl version, but it's also like suppressing the people that like, if you are someone who is strong and dominant, like suppressing that side of you as well. Mm -hmm. It's just any form of manipulation to make you feel like you are not being your true authentic self, right? Yeah, like trying to like, I don't know, fit in. Yeah, fit in. Yeah, or right? get the person to like you or not trigger them. A lot of people will actually succumb to people pleasing in certain areas of their life because they can't be bothered. Like that's mm. how it will come up. They'll be they like, can't oh, be they can't be bothered with dealing with the person backlashing or with the ramifications of what it's going to be if they speak up for what they need. Yeah. How have you handled that? Yeah, so... I will talk about this mostly. So like, let's just go back to childhood. So very much in my, my childhood, I, I was like the younger, the younger child. I was very much like, even in friendship groups and stuff like that, I wasn't the leader. Like just even from childhood, like I was just always the one in like the kind of like the back corner and things like that. And that is like a very typical example of how people pleasing comes to the surface. It's like you were, you were kind of like experienced like some level of domination as a child or something like that. Mm-hmm. You experience that control over you and it, it, it like kind of frightens you to like speak up. But then what happens is over time you bend your personality. You actually lose who you're authentic. You lose the authentic version of you, right? Like mm. you're not comfortable being like, this is who I am. And I'll show, I'll explain how this manifested in a little bit, but um, that's basically how ultimately it's developed. Now, through childhood and stuff like that, like I think people pleasing has come up a lot in my relationship with my partner, Anthony, Mm -hmm. and we've come so far, like we've, we've made so much progress and continue to always make progress. Like I'm always like, this wound has been my deepest one. So I'm sure there's so many layers to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but this also comes from, um, generations back, like look at the Italian women with men and Mm -hmm. things like that, who are a lot more dominant and got like, were controlled a lot more. Like I, I definitely believe this is definitely beyond even my time. It's like, I feel like I'm here to like really show like true authentic, women power and like equality as well like I know Mm. that sounds like feminist like I know some people get really angry at that but I feel like I am just because of the lineage I've grown up in it it, I have I have seen it I have seen it and experienced it and I attracted an Italian partner who's very beautiful by the way I know I'm like going into defending him but you'll see um (laughs) I don't want anyone like some people take this the wrong way online yeah he's a very very beautiful human being who is very like self-aware and Mm. willing to grow and learn he is yeah but there has been a time where he wasn't that version of no he wasn't that's not to like shit on him we were all bad versions of ourselves yeah like not Mm. the highest versions of ourselves Mm. like Nadia was also that people pleasing yeah it's like manipulating who she really kind of created it as well exactly and then I was also like Anthony in a way like very like now I can show up as a leader in a very integrated Integrated way way. yeah very different yeah um so 
how this kind of manifested for me was my partner was, is, you know, um, very much that leader. He was dominant and things like that. And he, when he didn't get his way or something like that, was very vocal about it. Or he very much like, it's kind of like I became scared to do something wrong mm-hmm. in the, like, like small things. Like there were like really minute things. Like he would just get so annoyed at things not being perfect. And like, he, we always speak about like, he has this, this wound of like needing to be perfect and things like that. And in our relationship, like there's been times where if we had friends over or something like that, and he got angry at me or something like that, I would do anything. And this is like really sad to think about how I would do this. Like, this is just not me now. I just wouldn't like, I just trust me. She doesn't (laughs) now. If she's pissed off, she's like, not everyone knows. (laughs) And this is how people please me. So like an example would be like, if we had friends over and he was annoyed at me or something like that, I would do like, I would succumb to what he wanted and I would allow him to like be vocal with me. I, there would be moments like, especially when people were around, I noticed I was a little bit different when there wasn't people around, but this again is like the people pleasing mood of caring what other people think. Mm. But ultimately the whole vibe of like what I realized was, holy shit, I am so scared to be myself. I'm so scared to own my authentic self and what I'm allowing in my relationship with Anthony and other relationships is I'm allowing myself to get treated like shit because I was scared of how he was going to react. And this just showed up in so many, like so many areas. Like even when I started my business, like it's shown up in every area when it comes to pricing my offers, like it's all like so many wounds of giving a fuck about what the other person thinks. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to manipulate the version of like how people see me. And like, this is such a deep shadow. And I just feel like this has just been so challenging to heal. And I, and I, I think like we, we, yeah, like we surface level it. Like, yeah, like here and there, but it's just so. Yeah. That word people please, it just gets like thrown, thrown around. around. Like, and but... I had a client who like was experiencing the same thing. And I was like, babe, this is so like, this is so much deeper than what you, what, you think. what you're thinking. This is like, you won't be able to switch it off overnight. Um, but you do need to become a lot more self-aware with it and how it's showing up in your life. And I just, there were just so many things. Like I can't even explain, like I, Oh my God, this is like, we're going to like this level, but like Mm. even like cooking dinner, like I had to make sure that I cooked dinner perfect. Like what did he want for dinner? Like Mm, all these, it's wild, right? Like he used to piss me off. I'll tell you that much. It was 7.30 (laughs) last night. He came home and like, we're like, we haven't even cooked. I was like, shit, I'm really taking this like the next level. But um, it's something I'm still working on as well. But it's, that's, that's the level we go. And then like, what happens is it shows up in your business. Like I, I was scared to like price it a little bit higher. I was scared. Like, you know, people won't buy, like it's anything. Like even the way I was building my content, like will people resonate with that content? Like always about that rather than just going from what do I want? Yeah. And also this showed up as like suppressing how I was as a person. Like if we talk about personality, like I'm someone who is like a lot more airy fairy and a little bit more like I'm a daydreamer. I'm not, I'm just a lot more relaxed than just say Anthony and other people. Like I just me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, literally. Um, but I am like a super relaxed person, but then I would become defensive when like people would say that about me. Like that was also people pleasing. I wanted to like put up a persona of who I want, like who I thought I was. And like, I was very defensive. Like if anyone had something to say against like how I was being, I kind of felt like that wasn't good enough. And it comes from like that dominant, like, you know, bullying and things like that. But I would people please in a way that I would just 
manipulate yeah. how I like people saw me. This was this showed up like really intense. This mm. is I'm laughing at your trauma. I know it's the hardest yeah, thing yeah. that you've had to go through, but this is us dark humor. But as you said that, it just reminded me of like the funniest thing you did when you were like heavily like being. This is before we were self aware, yeah. mm. because Nadia and I have been friends for like what you just said 15 years before, long time. We've yeah. known each other for a long time. Yeah, very long time. So. We were once like sitting there playing this game. It was like a trivia game. Mm. And my partner was questioning something that she had said. Yeah. Because he's very... I was right, by the way. Yeah, she was right. (laughs) But it's so funny. He was questioning what she had said. My partner has got... This one of the things I admire about him the most. It is about... Uh, his ability to not take what somebody says as face mm. value. Like, mm. he really sits with it and he's like, is this true for me? Like, mm. I really love that ability. So he really questions everything that he's given. He doesn't take it on straight away. Mm. And he was questioning her, as he normally does. And she was getting really defensive. And the next day, the the game's over. <laughs> We've all gone home. <laughs> she has gone out of her way to research the answer Send him a screenshot of the answer and like literally send it his way and be like, I told you I was right. Yeah, legit. That's how it was. I was so defensive because I, again, cared so much about how people thought of me. Like I yeah. couldn't be seen as wrong. I couldn't like, it, it, it was really manifesting in like really, like this is something I say to clients as well. I'm sure you as well. Like the wound shows up very differently in different areas of your life. And like, it will literally like, you don't realize you're doing it and you're doing it. So there were some areas of my life where I was, it was, it manifested in a way of like making sure like, um, you know, like I didn't upset my partner and that like I was protecting him or like even just like not speaking my truth. But then it also manifested me in me being like super defensive and like wanting to like kind of put up a persona and wouldn't let like my true authentic self be seen so yeah. it's just I was a very it took years for us to even get close yeah. like even though we were like best friends and we saw each other all the time I knew yeah. nothing about what she was going through I didn't really know mm. the nitty-gritty of anything mm. because you were so like closed off and yeah. really committed to that like persona that persona and it's mm. a it's fucking awful it's so awful and I just to be honest let's go to the root like the root um like why it was so deep and it's because like the the reason why this has been so difficult for me is because I haven't allowed myself like to find beauty in who I am as an authentic person like Mm. my true like that like when I oh my god man the amount of tears that have come through but like when I look at that little version of me Mm. I was weird Mm. I was weird I used to dance a lot I was loud I was so like oh my god like even looking at videos like this has just been such an emotional thing to go through, but like watching videos of me, like when my parents used to film me on camera, I used to dance. I used to be, I used to love the camera. Mm. And over time I literally, I was so quiet. Like, even though like in our relationship, I wasn't, but I just not, I didn't allow that side for fuck to come out. Yeah. You know, I was, I was like, I I am weird. I am weird. Like I'm random. I talk a lot. I'm very passionate. I am passionate and I get like, I am like 50 miles an hour. Like when you talk to me, like it's, I am overwhelming. (laughs) Right. But like, I didn't love those parts of me. So then I people pleasing just manipulated those versions of me. And like, it's like I said, it is something I'm still working on in every day. I'm like, why, why, why is that such a bad thing? Like, why is that such a bad thing that like, you know, like you, whatever, like whatever that looks like. And, some of, I just, yeah, looking like, I, I really encourage anyone to do this. If you can look back on your childhood memories, that look at the, the version of you and I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Somewhere along the lines. That's a really powerful way to go mm. back to like your true essence. Yeah. Your true essence. I want to 
look deeper into this like mm -hmm. people pleasing mm -hmm. wound, let's say. So now that we've discussed this people pleasing wound and how deep it goes, if somebody's listening to the podcast now and they're like, you know what, this is something that shows up in my life. They're taking responsibility of it. They're like, okay, this is something that I have and I want to shift it. What would be your best advice for them? Yeah. So firstly, self-awareness is everything. I think we've spoken about this on the podcast. Like if you are self-aware, if you are self-awareness, <laughs> if you are self-aware of some of how it's showing up in your life in some areas, the more you keep being self-aware and the more you keep noticing it, the better you'll get um, to seeing how deep it goes. But the what I'm going to say is don't keep it at a surface level. So if you are noticing where you are people pleasing, I would challenge you to go to the depths of like, why am I doing this? How is this like continuously showing up in my life? And just ask yourself. And like one of the best things I've done is like when I see the people pleasing coming up, I see myself doing it. I sit with myself and go, oh, sometimes I journal on it. I go, oh, why is that? And then I notice it. Then I visit my inner child. So I think this is like a lot of things that people like don't tend to do. We just have to remember like these tendencies and these wounds are, are the little version of us. Like our ego is the younger version of us. Even a year ago, it mm. was, it is that version of us. So I would encourage you to like explore the depth of where it's coming from, but also go visit the younger version of you because you'll get more answers from them. You'll get like, if you can get yourself in a meditative state, I do this as a coach and I, I know you do it in MDL. If you can get yourself in a meditative state to get more answers that younger version of you, you'll, you'll get the memories, you'll get the flashbacks and it'll start to make more sense. So I think, yeah, don't logically think your way from this. Like, don't think just because you've got like people pleasing tendencies that, you know, just start, yes, you need to change the actions and habits and you need to be aware, but also like, I, I just want to challenge you to go a little bit deeper with that and like visit the younger version of you so you can get the full picture because you will unconsciously be able to move through that a lot easier. Could you give like maybe an example? Because I feel like there's a lot of people that give examples like this. Mm. But I guess if you're not like us and obsessed mm. with this stuff in this space, it's not easy to kind of know what people mean by that sometimes. Yeah. So like give like a hypothetical example of what this could be like or a real example of how you've done this in your life. Okay. So... I'll, I'll talk about it. Shilly and I ran a group program. Yeah. Um, Leap, it was freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. But I won't lie, there were shadows coming up as we were doing group coaching. Mm -hmm. I noticed myself getting like really intimidated in a group coaching container, even though I was the teacher. Like I didn't obviously project this in the container. I'm a very self-aware person, but you can't help what comes up. Yeah. So I noticed myself like, oh my God, like there's like women in this program and like they're relying on me. I'm a teacher. And like, what if they don't like what I say? Like, again, caring what people think, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I don't say the right thing and all that sort of stuff. So I noticed that anxiety coming up. Um, so what I did personally, I sat with the anxiety. I didn't like push through it. I sat with it. I felt, so I was like, Oh, okay. Like I see like, why is this different to a one-on-one? -on -one, right. Mm -hmm. Why is this so different? And I realized, Oh, I'm, it, I'm in a group setting. Okay, so mm -hmm. I noticed that. So I realized I'm in a group setting. So then what I did was journal on it. I did a little bit of journaling on that actually. It was like pretty sad. And then I started realizing that like, okay, if this is coming up in a group setting, where else in my life have I been in group settings where this might've happened? And then I got myself into a meditative state. And what I did was I, like, when you're in a meditative state, I didn't try for it to come forward. I allowed my intuition to kind of like, bring forward the memories like I just I think I meditate for like 10 minutes mm -hmm. get myself in a really really relaxed state and I set the intention for the memories to come forward and they do I don't have to push for it 
And in this case, memories of me when I was a lot younger came forward when I was in like, um, me like memories of my sisters. I had like my two sisters and we often used to hang out with people in the court. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had a group of like people that I used to hang out and I was the youngest. So I got like teased and all that. So those memories started coming forward. And from there, like I asked that younger version of me some questions. Like I, I literally go out of my way and be like, okay, Nadia, like what's going on? And mm -hmm. from there, the younger version of me, like that they, they comes forward. I'm scared. She's kept saying, I'm scared. I'm just going to say the wrong thing. You're going to get teased. You're going to get bullied. Someone's not going to like you. And then all of a sudden memories from high school were coming forward with like the group of girls from high school, like mm -hmm. those sort of things. So it, it's, it's one, just giving your self space to reflect. And like, it's hard to do when it, like, I don't know the actual thing you're dealing with, but you just have to trust that if you lead with your intuition and you like journal and you actually go to the depths of like meditating and visiting that inner child, it will come forward. Like there's no mm. formula to like connecting with your inner child. It's just setting the intention. You can like, I like to do this in a meditative state. I think you do as well. I think mm. that's where the, the answers come forward, but it's like literally asking the little version of myself, going back to that memory and actually seeing what was happening. Mm. And what you'll notice is a lot of the time it is just your perception. Like yeah. a lot of the times I look back and go, they were just joking. Like it wasn't yeah. that bad, but the little inner child, like, you know, um, dramatizes it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that is in like, yes, tears come up. It's very emotional to go back to that time and be like, Hey, like this is what's happening. But that is how I move forward. And I go, holy shit, like this is just the little, little girl who's like projecting this and none of this is actually happening. Trying to figure out your sole purpose is keeping you from manifesting the life that you were dreaming about having. The Never Be Confused About Your Soul Purpose Again Masterclass will give you the clarity you are looking for around what you are here to do and how you are here to do it. The answer is always right in front of you and sometimes you just need somebody to show you the way. The Masterclass is only $49.99 and the link to purchase is in the show notes below. That's a really good example of how you can actually tangibly do this in your own life. I feel like making these like concepts groundable is just mm -hmm. something I'm really passionate about. I'm like, there's no point learning these things without knowing how to actually use it in your life, yeah. right? And something that you mentioned with the inner child, the reason why that is also so important is because as you mentioned consciously you knew that the situation wasn't that bad but that child didn't know that yeah. so you could go back to that version of you because in the quantum field there is no such thing as mm -hmm. time so you were literally going to that version of you because it's happening right now mm -hmm. and you are offering her comfort yeah you were saying it's okay i've got you and that's something that i've honestly started to implement recently that i hadn't been doing so i was like talking to my inner child and i was like you know, trying to be like, it's okay. Like, you know, I was doing the inner child work. I was going to the memories, but the actual reassurance and the providing safety to that version of me is something I wasn't doing. It, yeah. So I noticed like when I was being triggered or when my anxiety was flaring up and things like that in like different areas of my life, I realized that all it took sometimes was for me to just go down, see my inner child and just be like, Hey, you're freaking out, but it's okay. You don't yeah. have to be scared. Like I've got you. I've got you. We're safe. We're safe. And that alone sometimes just clears it. That's, that's exactly right. And like when you are like coming back to manifestation, I know whatever, when you are <laughs> trying to go after your dream life, I think like what's really important to remember is that like in the quantum field, time doesn't exist. And for you to become the version of you that attracts the things that you want, 
this healing is um, necessary in that little version. Like you're going to struggle being able to attract the happiness and fulfillment that you want if you can't like respect every single version of you, mm. right? And it's not about sitting in that little version and beating what the little version of you is saying. But like Shuley said, like you'll be surprised when you heal things and all of a sudden shifts just start to change because time doesn't exist and that little version still exists at the same time as the version of you who has everything and that version of you who has everything is a lot more self-aware they're a lot more healed you know yeah it's interesting to think about Mm -hmm. when you look at it from that perspective it can be a difficult concept to hold like as a human you're like wait what it's all happening now but it is it It really really is yeah so yeah I love that thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that and I like that we got to take a deeper look into people pleasing Mm -hmm. and that because you hear it just being thrown around on the internet but it's like holy shit this goes so deep and it's so deep I've watched this wound with you Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of it like Mm -hmm. obviously I have some yeah we all have it yeah Yeah. but I've seen it really take over a lot of your life and a lot of how you make decisions and it's it's a big one yeah it's a really really big one it's a big one and I think yeah like this is generations back and it it will be like I don't want to say lifetimes to freaking heal because I'm not about that I don't actually believe in struggle Mm. as a human I don't Mm -hmm. believe we have to struggle and I haven't struggled through this but I do believe there's there's layers to things and yeah, I, I choose not to feed into that. I choose to not like sit in it and make myself feel shit because it's like a wound that I've had. But I, I do, it's like this fine balance between like healing it, acknowledging it, but not feeding it as well. Yeah, exactly. I think the not feeding it is pretty important. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, exactly. It's a, it's not going to be something you can switch off overnight. Like I think, yeah, just it just won't. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to require you being a new version of you, yeah. acting in a different way to actually start changing things as well. Exactly. It's like consciously, like then you start to make decisions from a different place. And then you start to like be really aware of how you're showing up. And then all of a sudden that layer, that wound is just continuously being healed. Yeah, exactly. So another question that I have for you is a bit of a spicy one, mm. but if you could choose one thing, like, Fucking, I'm getting excited about this one. <laughs> What's one thing that's being taught in the spiritual community right now that you fucking hate? <laughs> oh, sure. This is the thing, but like everyone's going to teach what they want in their own way. So it's not so much about right, people pleasing. No, <laughs> but we know this for fact, right? Like everyone's like, this isn't even people pleasing. This is just bloody like emotional intelligence for anyone on the line. Obviously, always go with what resonates with you. But just remember, everyone's, like, experiencing life different. And we all, like, manifest from our beliefs. So, I don't believe in, like, things are wrong or right. Unless sometimes they are wrong or right. Like, if it's, like, scientific fact, it's wrong. Mm. But, like, just remember, everyone's got their own experience. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, is it even that, right? So, everyone's going to project their own beliefs and stuff. So, I don't ever, like, sit there and go, oh, that's wrong. I go there and go, that doesn't really resonate with where I'm trying to be and who I'm trying to be. Yeah. Who I'm trying to become. Um, I think if we we go back to what we were talking about earlier today, and this was this whole, um, like, in the law of attraction community, there is, like, kind of, like you said, there's this element where we, we stay in victim mode for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, so why don't you give them background to yeah. what we were actually talking about? Yeah. So we were talking about how there's this, like what we have is this new law. It's not even a new law. It's always been around, but we have the law of assumption community 
we were talking about the difference between the law of assumption and law of attraction community because there are like there are two different things at the moment yeah and they both have merit like like we were saying before maybe we could do a podcast episode on it yeah but basically the law like not everyone in the law of assumption community but like it's just this law of assumption is very much like what you assume is true so keep feeding your mind with what's true and what's true and the law of attraction can be like so the law of assumption people just to give you more background they don't really they don't believe in shadow work. Yeah. They're so like, why would you waste your time doing that? Why would you do inner child work? And like, this, yeah. this is not everyone in the law of assumption community, as yeah. I just mentioned, but um, they're very much like, don't do shadow work. Like, it's just changing your belief. Like, why the fuck would you go visit your inner child when, like, that's not serving you? Like, whatever. Yeah. Whereas the law of attraction is a lot more around healing and things like that. It's a lot more around, like, um, you know, changing the version of you doing the shadow work and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like one's just like you don't need a heel to get to where you want. It's about just changing your beliefs, which in saying that has merit. And then the law of attraction community is like a lot more around shadow work and stuff like that. Repeating myself. But what I want to say is I think, like I said, both have merit. But in just my opinion, I I struggle. Like I'm a very in-depth person. And Mm. I like when wounds come to the surface and when like, like just say coaching clients, I don't want them to stay in victim mentality. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to like be so overwhelmed with their own wounds. I don't want them to stay in like, this has happened to me. So woe is me. I don't like that. I really mm. don't. But at the same, so that, that would be law of, law of assumption. But at the same time, I... That's law of attraction, you mean? Um, no, a law of assumption don't want to stay in victim mentality. Right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm getting confused. Yeah. I was like... So, so wait, what, what's the thing that you don't like? So I don't like people staying in victim mentality. Yeah. Right. But then there's like two extremes, 888 as I'm saying this. <laughs> um, there's two extremes because I personally think as well... To make change, no, you don't need to do this to make change, but I think you become a more fulfilled person and a happier person when you do do the shadow work. So when you do get your manifestations, just say you're going after a business, you do attract clients, you have built enough emotional intelligence, you become a better version of you. Yeah, but this takes a specific person. I really Mm. want to do an episode on this because I have Mm. such a, like, we Mm. have opinions about this. Yeah. And can take it too far where it's like you have to heal I don't believe you have to do all yeah. this healing work to like actually manifest your dream life and manifestation babe says this as well and mm-hmm. I I think there's just a fine balance I think it's really beautiful to be able to heal I think I'm doing that for my generations but I also think people can get way too stuck in that and like stop like the ego wants to stop them from actually manifesting yeah. and you stay in victim mentality I did an episode on that it's mm. a really 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 good one and it's about how some of us can get trapped in this healing cycle and that's exactly what you're describing right now Mm. on the like the over like victim mentality of like I can't do this because this happened to me Mm. and I can't do that because this happened to me that really like yeah it grinds my gears as well yeah it grinds my gears because like you're gonna get nowhere babe and I I have I've had this with one of my clients like hey we've we've gone here (laughs) yeah we know where it's coming from we we can't keep doing we can't keep going in circles yeah we got to move forward in a very like obviously respectful way because this is just the ego right yeah but yeah i just think um we do this to ourselves we do it to ourselves this is how we are with each other we're just like we just can't continue fucking feeding the same story the same cycle like it's just annoying at this point we're annoying ourselves (laughs) yeah so i just think like what what annoys me is when there's one more than the other i i think like don't try not to bypass like how you're feeling because i think you're a human being and you have emotions Mm -hmm. but 
also like we've got to move we've got to move and like you know just to like create the life that you want there's going to have to be some level of moving the needle forward and that means like noticing a blind spot and like moving through that um mm. so that's how you quantum leap so that's just something that grinds grinds my gears a little bit like when i see like one leaning more towards the other i think there's just this i'm just in between <laughs> yeah there is a balance everything does have merit yeah so i love that thanks mm. for sharing yeah, wait i just want to sum that up quickly. yeah it just grinds my gears when people think you have to like you have to heal and like do all this work to be able to manifest your life no that's that's not true. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not you true don't. at all. Yeah. You literally manifest your life and heal at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, you, you it's can. not like you have to be 100% healed before you can do it. Yeah. That's another ego way of like keeping, keeping you in you the same shit. Same shit, yeah. So, I love even that. Even I I follow this beautiful um girl, I don't I don't actually remember her name, but she's a manifestation she teaches manifestation through healing trauma and even she says um it's never around like you not being able to attract what you want. You'll just become you you quantum leap if you can heal some things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Did you just? It felt like if that felt like you were contradicting yourself. That did. That did. Yeah. What I was saying was she was saying you don't have to manifest. Um, you don't have to heal all your trauma to manifest what you want. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, she said that. But um, you do. Bec- you can quantum leap and stuff like that because it creates more self awareness. Oh yeah, when yeah. you do address the when things. you're aware of where it's coming from, I think again the type of person you are you can create more self-awareness to move through it quicker yeah we'll do an episode on that the law of attraction versus Mm. law of assumption because that's really what we're going going to be going into Mm. and we can dive deeper into that so look forward to that Mm. so what's the hardest thing you've had to learn on your journey of awakening no one's coming to save you oh that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) you know what no one is coming to create the life that you want. No one's going to make the change that you want. No one. Not even. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's not even like the universe isn't going to like... The universe will catch you provided you do the work. And yeah. provided you like actually change your beliefs and like become the version of you. But this whole... This... I Again, it comes back to the victim mentality of like it's entitlement. Like, well, you know, it's not happening. Blah, blah, blah. Like I fully believe through our beliefs and through our identity we are the ones that attract what we want and sometimes we can get caught up in like blaming the universe for why things aren't happening and I just you just realize I've learned like the last couple months I I wasn't putting in the effort and consistency I needed to create some of the things that I wanted Mm -hmm. and I just realized it was my fault yeah yeah like how can the universe catch me if I'm not doing the work that I need to be doing I'm not like reprogram oh not reprogramming but like I'm not being consistent with the change And when you realize that, you're like, holy fuck, I need to, like, I need to move. Like, no one's going to create that business for you. No one's going to do anything. No one's going to help you make those decisions. No one's going to help you make No one's going to force you and have a gun to your head and be like, heal. Yeah. And if you're in a toxic relationship and things like that, no one will come save you but you. It's so true. I love that. It's Mm -hmm. like a harsh truth, but it's... It's empowering in a way as well because you're like, holy shit, I have fucking control over this. Yeah, you have full... Like, that's just... I fully believe that you have so much control over everything in your life. And I just, I, it's sad because like we can stay in really shitty situations, shitty, shitty situations. And unfortunately the only person that's going to get you out of like a state that you're not enjoying or in a life that you're not really feeling good in, like who was going to come save me from my people pleasing wounds? Yeah. Who was going to come help me like really start 
changing my relationship who was going to help me like start this business it was me no one else yeah you know yeah this whole like it's yes it's a co-creating process with the universe but like we have a lot more control than we think yeah we have a lot more control than we think and i think it comes from an entitled energy when we just sit back and be like well the I'm universe just, you do universe it universe you do it <laughs> yeah you know and as something Catherine Zanakina manifestation paper says to I love her. I <laughs> Can you tell? Can't wait to meet her one day. I want to meet her manifesting. We're manifesting that. But she says the same thing. Like people like do two things and they're like, why isn't it here? Or like, why is it change happening? And yeah. she always says, like God, like give the universe. Like it's a co-creation process. And yeah. I do believe the universe does a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of bringing the manifestation, but. You won't, like, only... It takes responsibility. And we're not talking about responsibility and, like, actually taking physical action. It's more of the energetic action. It's the energetic, like, holding of the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if you want to keep staying in your ego, convincing yourself that your life, dream life, isn't going to happen or it's not for you. It's like, my wish is my command. Your wish is my command. Subconscious mind goes, my wish is your command. Your wish is my command. (laughs) (laughs) So So that's, that's one of the hardest, but most rewarding truths because... When you do start making change, right? Because you'll be so quick, like even sometimes four week coaching containers or two weeks of coaching can really like start to change your life. But I think um, you'll be, it's more rewarding to be like, I did this. Like I created this. Like I intentionally manifested my life to look like this. It's beautiful. It is. Yeah. So if there's one thing that you say that you're a fucking like boss at when it comes to like the spiritual community and stuff. Like, just, like, spirituality, self-development type vibes, like, in our space. If there's something Mm. that you're just, like, I kill this. Like, I'm so fucking good at this. I know what yours is. Hmm. What is that? You share? No, you share. Your interview. That's bad. I need to stop doing these episodes on bin day. Yeah. We know when your bin day is and we do it every day. Babe, I swear to God, in this street, it's bin day every week. (laughs) Bin day, my bins were every day. I just brought in my bins. I don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah. It's Wednesday. Is it not bin day on Wednesdays? I feel like that's when all your bins are Oh, yeah, are it is too. It's Tuesday night I put it out. Sorry. I just yeah. I was thinking it was Tuesday. <laughs> but come on. I know. I think I pulled in a bin too early. Yeah. Damn. I told you to leave it out no, there. You can listen to me. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, boss app probably, um, oh, shit, self-awareness? Yeah. Yeah, you do have, like, I, I, self-awareness, look, but. I got self-awareness, but, I, yeah. Um, what am I boss at? I don't know, babe. Come on. You don't know what you're a boss at. No, I feel like it's the most. Think about the last couple of months. Staying positive? Yeah. 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 Like being able to hold the faith. I feel like what I mean by self-awareness is like, I don't, I feel like there's been a lot of times where like things haven't like shown up in my reality for a long time. And I'm, I'm pretty self-aware to know, like not like go into victim mentality there and blame the universe. But I want you to talk yourself up here. Like, you're really good at that. Like, it really, like, it shocks me. Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes if anyone else had to go through some of the things that you have to have had to go through, like, her level of trust and faith in the universe, like, there's a reason you're a fucking manifestation teacher. And you do. Like, you end up manifesting things out of fucking nothing. Like, I've seen you do it. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, this girl is ultimately like holding the faith like yeah like i think um you take holding the faith and trusting the magic to the fucking next level really 100 percent. 
Shit. It's wild. It like it's it's inspired me to want to like get back into like manifesting intentionally again. Mm. Like obviously I was always into it, but I wasn't doing it like you were. Like you you've really inspired the like relationship with the universe again. Yeah, right. So I yeah, I just believe that you get whatever the fuck you want. I just don't I just, but you, I don't know, it's such even a though special sometimes relationship. I, like, I, I'm not going to lie, like, I've, of course I've struggled to manifest. Like, the last few months has really, like, ramped up my, my trust and faith. But I think, I don't know, I just, I keep reminding myself, like, I can't deny that every time I've gotten what I want. Like, You've gotten what you want. I got yeah. it. Like, you can't, shit. And the only time it hasn't, like, the only times it hasn't happened really is my, my fucked level of deta- attachment. Yeah, it's, it's like it it's been you. But the fact that you've been able to take that responsibility mm. to the level of considering like the things that you were going through, because they weren't superficial no. things. Like these things were affecting your fucking life. Yeah. And you sh- this girl did not go into fucking victim mentality <laughs> once. Like you did obviously get did, like yeah. sad and like you were like, what the fuck? Like it's, mm. not, you know, you were obviously you going You know that there. thing where like I felt, do you know what I, I'll be honest with you? Yeah. I left my job and I felt like the opposite of what I thought was going to happen was happening. And it yeah. was. Yeah. I was manifesting it. Yeah. Of course. Also, I think, like, I have to go through, like, it's a polarity. It's like, you have, like, you have to go, go through, through it sometimes. To, like, because I really realized, like, I had to be so attached to not care. And then, like, I, I feel like I've kind of understood the frequency of detachment a lot yeah. more now. Um, but I honestly feel, yeah, I just feel. It's um, inspiring as fuck to watch. Like, mm-hmm. to have, like, I can't wait for you guys to hear the story. Like, when you are ready to, like, go out there and, like, share this message, this journey. Yeah. I don't believe you need a hero story, but fuck, this is a hero <laughs> story. Like, I just am so inspired every day. I know that you, like, sit there and go, you know, you did go into victim mentality. Of course you did. You had to reach the darkness. You yeah. had to go to the depths of, like, the fucking rock bottom mm-hmm. of it all mm-hmm. so that you could bring yourself up. And you did. Yeah. And I feel like this is what I mean by, like, I know going back to, like, yes, get out of victim mentality. But I think the one thing that's helped me is, like, the, again, it's, like, being able to realize where I'm leaking my, like, inner child and things like that and my ego into... Yeah. A lot of it. Because if I didn't actually heal those... Like, if I didn't actually acknowledge it, who knows how that would have, like, continued to show up. Yeah. Probably could have manifested... If I had learned to detach and stuff, I would have manifested. But I'm so grateful that, like, I... I realized I was like, holy shit, you needed to, like... Not once did you go into blaming. Like, you you did a little bit, but then you really did... You, like, got out the other side of it and you were like, no, this is me. Universe. And let's fucking, yeah, let's. I felt like the universe ghosted me for about four months. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like that too. Five months. Yeah, it was legit. No, they didn't, babe. It was you, darling. It was pretty. (laughs) This is where I mean by, like, the hardest lesson you've learned. No one's come to save you. (laughs) Yeah, no one's come to save you. You're doing it on your own. But yeah, honestly, I was thinking that. I used to be like, fucking throw the girl a bone. Yeah. Throw the girl a bone. But you know what? Yeah. I learned how supported I am either way. Yeah, you were. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's been a journey and... I can't wait for you guys to hear the fucking... The hero story, the after. But, like, you know what? It was just so fucked because I was like, I'm ready for my manifestation. And I feel like so much of the work that, like, probably you did when you started your business and stuff mm. like that because you started a lot earlier than mine mm. all came to the surface. But I left my job in a really risky like I left in a really <laughs> this girl doesn't do things <laughs> the easy way <laughs> no like it's a kind of like myself just like Jesus Christ give me a guilt break yeah. but I had left 
without having done all of that the work. emotional work behind that yeah. so i had to like go through all that and i learned so much and i was like holy shit it what? was a lot for your nervous system to do that pretty bad like anxious for like four months <laughs> yeah it was pretty badass yeah but it was the scariest thing yeah what a vibe though what a vibe we're here we're happy it's all yeah. good it's all been worth it yeah just the biggest other than that i think the biggest lesson has been like like, just enjoy every day. Yeah. I've, I've learned that, like, the present moment is what brings manifestations forward. Fuck yeah. So I was living so in the future that I was like, no wonder why it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, you so have to, like, it's about really amplifying your gratitude for this moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was telling Nads, I'm like, I've just gotten back into my gratitude practice again properly. And it just, it makes me, it makes you feel so much more fulfilled. It's not yeah. even just for the manifestations. It's just to fucking be happy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Legit. Oh, I love it. Okay, last question. I feel like there's so much more I could ask you, but last question. Now, we've received some comments like, you know, like our par- like our partners have literally received comments from like their friends saying, mm. are they in a cult? Like, what the fuck? Like, so you being a, like a people pleaser, you have now gotten yourself on social media. Yeah. Which is like, you know wild because Mm. you're just opening yourself up to like all of that like you know judgment and you're like having to show up as your true self now you have actually experienced a lot of people like saying comments like that like it's like she's in a cult or like all of this like fucked up shit about no one cares what i have to say nobody cares what you have to say like to my face to her face (laughs) (laughs) to her face literally somebody saying nobody cares what you have to say like how insane is that <laughs> like she's actually gotten things like that that's what happens when you're people please up the universe is just like we're gonna throw you gonna, we're gonna get you to the next stage though. yeah the next, per- the next version of you doesn't give a fuck yeah so she's like received some pretty like hardcore comments and it has been hard for you and it's been the people like you know around mm. you that you thought were friends and mm. you know yeah. things like that like things yeah. you wouldn't want people that you love to yeah. say to you yeah. I didn't really experience that. Mm. I experienced a lot of love and support. Like, you guys were very confused about what the fuck I was doing, yeah. but you were very loving. Like, I was telling this bitch that I was seeing aliens. <laughs> I was telling Nads, I was, like, on walks with her. I was like, babe, I swear to God I see aliens. And she's like, okay, babe, I believe you. <laughs> you did an eye gaze the other day. I'm like, babe, you fucking look like an alien. Yeah, I know. We did do eye gazing. I cried. Yeah. And she's, like, a stone-cold bitch bitch who just looked at me and just no emotion okay shape. firstly you what? were smirking and you had <laughs> mascara all down your face like how is one meant to i gaze when this mascara like down her face i was like dude it's all uh, i get to see is like this ele- not elemental but like some fucking crazy alien yeah i'm like bawling my eyes out i'm like i've known you for lifetimes and she's like shut up bitch you look like up. an alien <laughs> Anyway, what's your question? I'm the Scorpio moon. She's the Cancer moon. Dead it doesn't set. make sense. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, no, sometimes it doesn't. The other day, yesterday, I was watching like these TikToks of just like people grieving over loss. Like, mm. and, I, and I just couldn't stop crying. I don't have to get off it. I just Why stop. would you do that to yourself? Because I didn't know. I was just a bit trapped. I was Fuck. like, I'm the story. And no. then I was like, oh my God. <gasps> That's like the biggest thing that you... Don't do that. Don't consume shit like that mm. for your subconscious mind, for your health, for mm. the things that you want to manifest. Don't do that. Yeah. That's bad advice for manifestation. Yeah, that. that. I'm a big one. Like, watch what you consume. But I just... The story was really beautiful, but it just got me in the works. Fair enough. She'd become... She'd, yeah. What was my question? My question was... Come on, doll, think it. No, I've said it. What? Don't you remember it? No, you didn't say yes, it. Yes, I did. What did you say? What did I say? You didn't. You were like... You started it and then you didn't finish it. What did I say? Oh my god. I think you said... Um, no, it's actually left me. 
No, I said yes. I did ask oh, you the yeah, question. What was it? The... No, but you didn't finish it. You yeah, said, I said, what? okay, so the, okay, whatever. So I said, you know, you've had a lot of like scrutiny come your way in mm. regards to this stuff. And yet you still go online and you still like speak your truth and you still show up for this life, for this thing that you're manifesting. And yeah. you are a people, like you are a recovering people. Yeah. Person, right? <laughs> I'm like, be careful, be careful the words you say. Uh, right. You're a recovering people pleaser. So how do you move through that then? Because that would be very difficult. Yeah, I think, well, the first part... And I think that's a lot of people, like, the thing yeah, that people, people... Yeah, they people Yeah, they're so scared about getting the backlash that you actually got. I know this might not be the answer that everyone wants to hear, but your internal reality is a direct reflection of your outer world. Mm -hmm. So when I... I'm a self-aware person because it's, like, law of correspondence. Download my mask class if you want to learn more about manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> but I had that uh, a knowing and I had that understanding that, like, whatever's going on in my external world is coming from my internal world. So when that shows up for me, like I'm, yes, it hurts, but I also know it's a fraction of my soul. So again, doing this work and being like, why is that showing up for me? Holy shit. I do think that people don't care what I have to say or yeah. like, you know, I still care what people have to say. And like, of course that's coming up and like asking myself, how do I shift through this? Like, while like obviously knowing that it's hurtful, that people are projecting, but I know they're projecting my wounds. Yeah. Yeah. So that awareness. So like, if you are someone like, who's like not confident to care what people think and stuff like that, just remember like the minute you start changing your perspective on yourself, I think it's everything. I think like, I don't want to like the minute you change how you view things, it changes. You'll see how much other people change their perspective on you. Fuck yeah. I can yeah. testify to that. Mm. I've seen it happen in my life time mm. and time and time and time again. I've seen literal timeline shifts right before my very eyes. I see it mostly with my partner mm. where I decide, you know what, I don't care about this thing anymore in that moment. And he could be like fighting with me about something. And then as soon as I make the mental decision that I don't care, I could do nothing at all mm. physically, but besides like energetically change, like, you know, make a decision and he shifts right before Absolutely. my eyes it's scary because you're manifesting your assumptions of people you manifest yeah, yeah. it's just I'm, it's this is why people say mindset work and this is why people say like changing your perspective is going to change your reality like having emotional intelligence will change your reality so yeah it's just about exploring like yes that person is projecting their wounds onto me but, but also, also they are doing vice versa. Like, like people in your life are mirrors. So yeah. I just went really deep and I was like, oh, well, there's merit to what they're saying. There is truth to what they're actually saying right now. Like, I do believe that. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. And then when you start, like, I just started changing. I was like, well. But she did start sticking up for herself. Yeah. Like, she didn't. I didn't allow it. Like, yeah. She didn't allow it. She yeah. definitely spoke up for herself. Yeah. So I think someone asked my boyfriend, like, if it feels like I'm in a cult. And <laughs> I probably had those thoughts, like, am I in a cult or whatever? But not really. But I guess, like, it was just this level of, like, you know, I, am I weird? Like, yeah. is what I'm saying weird online? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So working through that, but then also I was just like, this world is just so fucking, there's so much merit and truth. Like, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, if it's a cult, it's a fucking good one. Yeah, um, that's what I say to my <laughs> partner. And I'll be like, you know what, babe? I'm like, if it is a cult. Because <laughs> he always says, you don't know. He's like, when you're in a cult, you don't know that you're in a cult. But honestly... If you want to, like, whatever you're projecting, whatever your beliefs are, are a yeah. cult either. Like, yeah. these people, like, saying, are you in a cult? You're also in a cult because you're just... Your cult is disagreeing with what we have to say. <laughs> like, it's not, like, what do you mean, doll? You know I what know, I mean? I know, I um, know. 
but I get it because like I felt like that with religion and stuff it was very suffocating very judgmental very like there's like a man in the sky and I don't resonate with that and I felt that was very cult like I would never push anyone to believe what they don't want to yeah right? but it's a fucking good cult if it's a cult yeah I'm like if it's a if it's a cult I'm happy to be part of it <laughs> well, it's, yeah, like, uh, what so I believe I get whatever I want I can yeah. go after I live in a world where I can go after where you're self aware and you're healing and, and becoming I use a better person unbiased and... <laughs> universal principles to actually like help me like navigate life like you know can you tell that we're not triggered by that yeah. <laughs> Nah, so I like that. I like that you take responsibility for the things that are coming your way, but mm-hmm. I do also like that you don't take it. Like, you will sit there and be mm-hmm. like, don't fucking talk to me like that. Yeah. You don't get to say those things to me. Yeah. Uh, but, in a, like, obviously in a self-aware, healing, yeah, loving way. way. Yeah, in a way where we're just like, hold on, like, what? where is that coming from? Why are you even saying that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, but doing the work with yourself, being like, you know what? I get to be like, where is this coming from? Why does this trigger me? Where? Is, why am I getting hurt by this? And I just want to say as well, for anyone who, like, wants to start a business or, like, get themselves online, you, it's just one of these things that you just have to get over people making projections of you because, like, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with that. Like, regardless, I, I accepted that the minute, the minute I went online, I was like, people are always going to have assumptions. Yeah. People are going to assume what they want to assume about me and, like, what they're going to say. They don't, you know what I mean? The right people will resonate, but that's just something we have to just get through. And, like, not even actually starting a business in life. Mm. Just, you're going to, this is, like... You can't control you can't the way control people perceive way you. people perceive you. Yeah. Um, you know, so... It's true. It's true. And, like, why do you want to control what people perceive you? It's just about this thing of, like, why do you have to be liked by everyone? Why does everyone have to agree with everything you're saying? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so... Exactly yeah. right. Mm. Well, thank you, doll. That thank you. Very Thanks for inviting good. me on your podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that was really good. It was a good to have that conversation. Flip the script. Hopefully, you listening feel like you know us a bit more, Mm -hmm. and that maybe you feel like you can resonate with maybe because our stories do differ and the things that we've struggled with have Mm -hmm. differed. So maybe you know uh, you have resonated with one of us more. What am I trying to say? (laughs) What happened? I need food. You need food. I need food. She's just saying, like, out of both our stories, we hope you've, like, there's been something you've been able to, like, get from it. Thank you, Gemini. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to say. Like, I hope you're able to get something out of, like, the things that we've shared. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to stop there because Good that was bad. Good uh, sending you love wherever you are in the world. Have a great day or night. Yeah. And we will see you next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode, please do not forget to rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. If you would love to connect with us on a more intimate platform, you can find us both on Instagram at Shule Ozek and at Nadia Galley. We would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening.